Hello everyone and welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. I am your host, Lyndon Savanto, and here we are. Um, I am back. We're going to do another off-season kind of rating, preview, all that jazz for a team. I'm going to try to do all the teams before the season kicks off. So I've got, you know, two months. I think it's two months to the day. I should I should know this since I write baseball articles, but I think it's two months. So anyway, last episode I spoke about the Toronto Blue Jays and... You know, I started with them because they're my team, but now I'm going to do it more of in order. We'll do the divisions and we'll make our way from there. So we're moving to the NL Central, and today's episode is going to be about the Chicago Cubs. Um, before before I jump in, uh, it is January 24th, and I would like to say congratulations to Scott Rowland, the only player inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. He did not play <laughs> did not play for the Cubs, but uh, he was a dominant force for the rivals, the St. Louis Cardinals. But anyway, this is going to be a team off-season review of the Chicago Cubs. And here we are. This is the second team of my 2023, um, well, I guess season preview, but 2022 off-season review, and it is the Chicago Cubs, the uh, the beloved franchise in uh, Central Chicago. Um, we'll get to the White Sox eventually, but we're here with the Cubs. The uh, you know Wrigley Field, the iconic uh, ivy on the back wall. It's an old stadium. It's a charming stadium, but it's not like the nicest place. You know that might not fly over well, but as you know, I did the road trip and. It's very, you know, it's historic. It has a classic baseball feel, but it doesn't have a lot of a lot of the features that some of the new stadiums have, but it is definitely a unique stadium. Make sure you look at your tickets. I can't stress this enough. If you're going to a Cubs game, make sure you take a look at your tickets because you might just sit behind a giant metal girder because um, it's an old stadium and they really didn't give a shit about the people that sat in the corner. So if you're going to a Cubs game, Make sure you check your tickets because you might be uh, 100% obstructed and you will not see a thing. So, this episode I want to talk about the Chicago Cubs, obviously. And we are going, or I'm going to give them a grade, I guess, at the... No, let's do it now. I'm giving the Chicago Cubs an A, a rock-solid A for their 2022 offseason. Last year, the team was... Rather disappointing, but also made sense because their roster, you know, they left left plenty to be desired. Um, they uh, they they were kind of going through a rebuild, I guess. This year we'll see how it goes, but it, they um, they won the title in 2016. You know, thanks to their their modern club legends like Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. But that period is now over with. And here we are now. So last year, I guess the final, well, there was probably some some depth guys or whatever. But one of the final pieces um, 
from that last era of Cubs baseball was Wilson Contreras. And, uh, well, he's no longer with the Cubs. But we will get to that in the losses category. So, Cubs fans and ownership, they want to return to the playoffs. And they were one of the most active teams so far in the offseason. It's not over yet, so we'll see how it goes. But right now, they I think they nailed it. And even if it doesn't work, a lot of their signings are, you know, they're easy to move contracts or they're a one year with an option or just a one year trial or or whatnot so it all could if it all comes together cubs could uh, they can do something um milwaukee brewers and the st louis cardinals i still think are both better than them but they should be able to contend for a wild card spot in the national league so we'll see a lot of teams are getting strong so you know, we we really got, I can't tell, this could either work famously, a lot of the names I'm going to mention in this pod, maybe, well some of them are coming off off seasons, or down years, and uh, if they play like they have in the past, this could really work out famously, or just another, you know, disappointing season for the Cubs. So, last year in the NL Central, they finished third. They finished with a 74-88 and 88 record, missing the postseason yet again. Um, the big story, really, for the Cubs all season was what's going to happen with Wilson Contreras. Are they going to trade him? Are they going to go to free agency, see if they can sign him, do what, you know, see what's going to happen? Uh, well, it turns out he signed a contract with their rival, the St. Louis Cardinals, which... I feel like most Cubs fans didn't see coming, you know, since he spent his whole career, you know, in a close, tight, you know, rivalry with the with the Cardinals. So, Wilson Contreras now goes to the Cardinals to replace Yadier Molina, who has now since retired. So, what did the Cubs do this offseason that got them an A? I want to, you know, give a little, little preface, <laughs> preface. Woo! Right here, uh, before I get in. This doesn't mean I think the Cubs themselves are an A overall team. I just think their off-season moves are worthy of a grade A. So, this off-season, the club has re... You know, they retained several kind of key pieces of their roster from last year. Guys who did well. Um, they were able to re-sign Nico Horner... Ian Happ, who had his best season of his career, uh, Roman Wick, uh, Drew Smiley, and then a couple guys in the minors and, and stuff like that. So they avoided arbitration. They signed them to the one-year deal. So we'll see how that goes moving forward. So keeping them was key. Um, now to the additions. <laughs> what you've all been waiting for, right? The additions this year, their big their big acquisition came as um, in the shape of Dansby Swanson. The... Shortstop for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, he won the World Series with them in 2021. He signed a seven-year, $177 million deal with the Cubs, paying him just over $25 million per season or in uh, average annual salary. So Dansby Swanson becomes the, the key piece for the Cubs moving forward and in the future. And we'll see how he does. I mean, Swanson's been productive. Last season was the best season of his career. But he was also playing for the, you know, the star-studded, just loaded roster of the Atlanta Braves. So some of his numbers might be skewed. We'll see how that goes to to a weaker roster with the Cubs. 
But as I previously mentioned, if things go right, hopefully it won't be uh, too far off of what he did last season. So for the Cubs last, I mean, for the Braves last year, Dansby Swanson hit 25 home runs, 96 RBIs. He stole 18 bases and he had a 277 batting average. It was also the first time he was selected to the All-Star team as well as winning the Gold Glove Award for the first time. So he is coming off the best season of his career. And for the Cubs' sake, I hope it's not just a, a contract season. Guy performs super well, gets paid, and then doesn't give a shit after. I don't think that's going to be the case with Swanson. But you never know. So is he going to repeat what he did last year? Possibly. I'm not going to bet on that. I wouldn't bet that he repeats. But it... My hope for the Cubs, and Cubs fans will be hoping, that it's at least similar. You know, maybe the RBIs are a little lower, but if he can keep up with the batting average, keep the power number up, if maybe not 25 home runs, but 20, um, then it might not be too bad. So Dansby Swanson was the key piece that they added this offseason. And then they took a lot of kind of older players, role players, guys who can play all over the field, Guys who are coming off, you know, down seasons. And if they all bounce back, this roster could be pretty cool. So they signed Eric Hosmer, who, for some reason, the Red Sox, they just got rid of him. Just completely got rid of him. And the Red Sox aren't competing for anything this year. So the Cubs were able to sign Eric Hosmer, who's been a solid, productive player for his career. He's a good good uh, batting average source. His power has gone down a little bit more. But... Eric Hosmer, they signed him to a one-year $720,000 deal, which is fantastic. Um, So they added Dansby Swanson, Eric Hosmer, Cody Bellinger, Jameson Tyone, Trey Mancini, Tucker Barnhart, Brad Boxberger, and then several guys they signed to minor league deals. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember uh, former New York Yankee Mike Talkman. They signed him to a minor league deal, so we'll see how that goes. But... Hosmer, very minimal risk on with this contract. It's a one year remaining, one year remaining on his deal. Seven hundred twenty thousand. That's nothing. Uh, even as just a veteran leader in the clubhouse, Hosmer could be great. So I like that signing. Next is Cody Bellinger. Whoa, big name, big big ticket. He has not been good in the last two or three, whatever years you want to say. He won the MVP in twenty nineteen. I believe it's twenty nineteen. And has just fallen off the face of the earth ever since then. He's been awful. Um, It came as a shock. Well, not even a shock, but it's surprising that someone who was an MVP at such a young age has just the other team, the Dodgers, just gave up on him. So they signed uh, Bellinger to a one-year $17.5 million deal with a mutual option for 2024. I like the signing. $17.5 million isn't I mean, obviously, it's a lot of money, but for a former MVP who's still young, if he can bounce back, that's an absolute bargain. If not, it's one year, foot the bill, get the hell out of town. So, my hope is that also, I mean, I'm optimistic on all these players. You know, I play fantasy. I'm hoping I can steal these guys late. If Cody Bellinger can show just something that of the player he was before, already a win for the Cubs. So, we'll see how Bellinger does. And if he doesn't work out, I mean, pack your bags and you're also out the door. Um, Next is Jameson Tyone. Solid pitcher. He'll help boost the rotation. He's 
you know, he's he's solid. He's not great. He's, I guess, good. Bordering on good. He's good sometimes. Shit the next time. Solid player. I like it. He'll join, you know, like Kyle Hendricks and Marcus Stroman. He'll, uh, he's kind of in line with those guys. <laughs> to be honest, he's perfectly in line with those guys. So I think he's a nice addition. He'll uh, bolster the rotation there. Trey Mancini, love the guy. How can you not? You know, he had his battle with cancer. He came back. Then he went to the Astros. He didn't do that well after being acquired by the Astros last year, but he did win the World Series with the team. Another veteran leader, character guy. If he performs like he has in his career, he's pretty good at getting on base. Nice hitting, provides some pop. He played in the outfield before. He's played first base, DH, all kinds of stuff. He's a versatile player. Another veteran, like it. They also landed Tucker Barnhart. Another solid player. He'll be the starting catcher, I assume, for the Cubs this coming season. So, Contreras is gone. Tucker Barnard's in. Be a whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. They could do much worse than Tucker Barnhart at catcher, so I like that. And then they added veteran Brad Boxberger that I got made fun of in a group chat because I mentioned Brad Boxberger like he was much of anything anymore. You know, he's an older, older relief pitcher. Could provide some innings, could be alright. Doesn't have to be in a high leverage role for the Cubs. So he could just be a veteran, nice veteran arm. Or he can be traded at the deadline to a team that needs it. So a, a offseason for the, for the Cubs. Swanson, Hosmer, Bellinger, Tyone, Mancini, Barnhart, Boxberger. The aforementioned Mike Talkman uh, and retaining Wick Horner, Happ, and Smiley. So those are all the guys they added. Who are the guys they lost? Well, there's only three names that fans would really know. I mean, there's Cubs fans will know some of the guys that maybe, you know, they rejected their assignment to the minors and became free agents or guys who did whatever. So the big loss, as mentioned before, was Wilson Contreras. He um, he started last season really well, but then began to tail off. So, you know, he was their biggest name player last year, their most widely known player, but... I mean, he was he was like a 245 average, I think, something like that he finished off with. So he's all right, but I don't think he's going to be too too big of a loss for them, especially that he's, you know, he's getting older. He's not old by any means, but he's getting older and it helps usher in this new era of Cubs baseball. So they lost Wilson Contreras, you know, solid player, good good catcher, good catcher in the league. Nothing extraordinarily special but solid solid catcher obviously he'll do fine for the for the cardinals uh the other loss actually is an addition by subtraction (laughs) finally finally jason hayward is no longer on the chicago cubs this guy he was a he was a highly toted prospect he showed some flashes he's just been overpaid for the last however many years and he's gone he's now with the the dodgers and I think it helps the Cubs just not having him on the roster, not having to pay him anymore, and uh, addition by subtraction. And I guess the other the other notable loss is Frank Schwindel. Uh, anyone that listens to the CBS Fantasy Baseball, they know him as Frankie Two Hits. Um, Frank Schwindel has gone to Japan to play. I didn't see that happening, but he's in Japan. So, 
that's really it for notable, no, noticeable uh, or notable um, losses to the Cubs roster. So I think with the new additions, last year's record, they were 74 and 88. So I think all the new additions, um, you know, the, uh, the new rule implemented with the shift being banned... Um, hopefully Seiya Suzuki will take another step forward this year. Their prized Japanese um, import last year. And uh, Ian Happ, if he can retain the, the level of production he was at, Cubs can be pretty solid. You know, they should be 500 or more. They can uh, press for a wild card spot. So we'll see. But I loved the Cubs offseason. One of my favorites this year because that roster just needed to be revamped and you know, just all the names I've added. Completely new look team, new attitude, see how it goes. But the Chicago Cubs get the Lindy seal of approval and they get an A for this offseason. If all goes poorly, this can turn quickly into like a C minus or a D. Um, but it's a solid A. That's a good offseason. But um, this concludes my little recap of the Chicago Cubs. 2001 or 2001 2022 offseason and uh let's see how they do in 2023 which is two months away so thank you for tuning in again uh as i mentioned earlier in the podcast congrats to scott Rowland on being inducted into the national baseball hall of fame and until next time this has been lyndon savanto and your well you know your host of the always moving podcast And as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving.